0: God on the move. The love that
1: ran in those moments is unforgettable. I realize that uh, what the Lord Jesus said is true. We are in the world, but not of the world. The agape love that drives the facilitator and my classmate is just wonderful. This is what makes us different from the world.
0: One in seven people globally have a disability. They are the world's largest minority group, and among them are some of the poorest, least educated, least employed, and most health-deprived. They are two to four times less likely to survive natural disasters than others, and most have not found their place in a local church. In many countries, they face discrimination, and in almost every country, at least neglect. You are listening to God on the Move, a Lausanne Movement Podcast, and this is a Lausanne leadership journey story of the experience when disability meets agape love. The voice you heard earlier is Dr. Daniel Kyungu Chikala. Because of his undiagnosed disability, he can stand but cannot walk without leaning on someone's shoulder or wall. And this is his story.
1: My name is Daniel Kyungu Chikala, I live with my wife Leonie in Bumbashi, and I am the responsible pastor for the first community of the Church of Christ in the Democratic Republic of Congo, Africa Inland Church Congo. I was born into a Christian family, so it was already in sound of school that I learned about Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. However, I had not yet experienced a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ until I fell ill with paralysis. It was in this state of complete despair that the Lord met me in prayer alone in the church. I asked the Lord to help me dissipate the lack of joy in me due to illness. While I was praying in the church, I felt sleepy. I then lay down on the bench in the church to sleep. While I was sleeping, I saw someone showing me this Bible passage, 2 Corinthians five seventeen. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I then woke up to read the passage in the Bible that I had. After reading this passage, an immense joy came over me and the anxieties that threatened me. My peace dissipated until today. The first difficulty encountered in the ministry is the stigmatizing attitude of the Congolese population in general toward people with disabilities. Previous research shows that the Democratic Republic of Congo is one of the most dangerous countries in the world for people with disabilities, either physical or mental. The population's attitude toward people with disabilities is due to belief that disability is a punishment suffered by a man or woman for his fault or the fault of his parent, generally the mother. This attitude is also present in the church. There are few, if any, members of local church with disabilities. It's rare to meet them in the local church. I did not encounter any integration difficulties when I was without responsibility in the church But when I took the position of responsibility within the church, some brothers stood up to denote the fact of being led by a person with a disability. Sometimes it was in the middle of worship that people would rise up to question my legitimacy as a church leader even though I had been legally elected. So, might point directly to my physical disability as the cause of the desire to disrupt the normal functioning of the system. In such context, discouragement could easily set in, but perseverance and the love we have for God and our neighbor allow us to overcome adversity. Alongside the adversity linked to people's attitude toward disability, there are also environmental barriers as a person with reduced mobility living in an environment where reasonable accommodations are not made and in general context of poverty is a real error you are not free to move exercising ministry in such a context is an obstacle course it is not easy to get there when you don't have the calling, the love of God, the love of your neighbor, tenacity, and perseverance. I began ministry as a chorister in a choir without really having a personal relationship with Jesus. It was after the Lord freed me from anxieties that an irresistible thirst. To preach the gospel in schools says me. At the age of 14, the local parish allowed me to preach the word of God during the week at church. Every time I preached, people were touched and repented. The parish council met to co-opt me as an elder of the church when I was 15 years old. So I was a member of the Council of Elders at that age. After obtaining my diploma in economy, the church ordained me as an evangelist. After the training in pastoral ministry in 2017, I was ordained pastor of French-speaking worship. Two years later, the bishop of our community succumbed and the church council and me to leave the church as a bishop and I was consecrated bishop of the first community of the Church of Christ in the Democratic Republic of Congo, Africa Inland Church, Congo. This is the position I hold today. I entered the church without a disability. Everyone in the parish knew me as a normal child, a chorist. It was at the age of 11 that I contracted paralysis. Church members who knew me before I contacted disability had a sense of compassion and wanted to see me return to normal. They prayed for me and supported me. It was in this parish four years later that I became an elder of the church by designation from the parish council. When I changed environment, most of the members of a new parish did not know me. Fighting seemed difficult until they discovered the gift and talent I had contribute to advance the Lord's work. A normal day for me begins with morning prayer and reading God's word, which I can also share with my friend on Facebook. Go to university if I have teaching to do or work for my small business. Go to church and take care of the responsibilities that I have within the church. But most of the time, I work online to best manage my mobility issues. I love my church, and the servant of the Lord has called to his work in our local church. However, most of the servants have not had ministry training. There is a great need of the training of the Lord's servant in my local church. And it is a pressing need. This need for training does not only consist of training in theology, but in all affairs of life in society from a holistic perspective of evangelization. I therefore initiated the creation of a training center for servants in the village of Muyeye in Lubumbashi, in the Democratic Republic of Congo. The center's mission is to equip the Lord's servant to save him and their neighbors effectively, We will deploy practical training with rapid impact and also long-term training.
0: As we shared in a previous episode, the Democratic Republic of Congo is one of the largest countries in Central Africa that for the last three decades has been undergoing war and conflict in Eastern Congo. This has also affected the church and mission as Christians suffer severe persecution. Although Daniel lives in Lubumbashi, a safer area near the Zambian border, he still faces persecution due to his Christian faith and his disability. It was because of his disability that he met his mentor David Duell on LinkedIn. Dave currently serves as the catalyst for the Lausanne Disability Concerns Issue Network and is chairperson for the New York State Council on Developmental Disabilities. It is through Dave that Daniel learned about the Lausanne Leadership Journey program, or short, LLJ.
2: There are many things I cannot say because they would make it difficult for Daniel. I will say that it has been a challenge for him since he was a young child when other kids picked on him about his disability, And were for the fact that these things have made him a resilient leader, I would wish they had not happened. Still, they sadden me knowing what he has been through. Daniel emailed me because he heard that I served with Johnny and Friends Disability Ministry. As is my practice, we did a Zoom conversation to get to know one another. And as it turns out, Daniel and I have a lot in common. We are both academics trained in university teaching and research. We are both pastors of local churches, and we are both very passionate about people with disabilities in Christian settings, particularly the church. Once I got to know Daniel and his interests... Through the ministry I serve in, Johnny and Friends, I invited him to connect with LaZan. I told him that one of the best on-ramps would be the Young Leaders Generation mentoring. He asked me to be his mentor, and of course I agreed. He is a remarkable self-starter whose purpose is to love and serve the Lord, and he is an incessant worker. I got to know Daniel better by inviting him to write theme blogs in Disability and Mission, for the Lausanne and Johnny and Friends Disability Concerns blog, for which I'm editor. When I received Daniel's first blog, I was amazed. Not only is his English a second language for him, French being his first language, but also he's an excellent writer with great ideas. And he always ties his relationship with the Lord in his writing. I immediately asked him to write a second blog, then a third. Right now, I am writing a foreword for the book he wrote on power, its uses and abuses. It is a joy to collaborate with Daniel and support his work. He is an asset to his family, church, country and business. Yes, Daniel also designs businesses and operates one of his own. He even helps other people design their businesses.
0: As someone who has not taken part in the LLJ, I was curious what this program looks like for Daniel. So I asked him about the Lausanne leadership journey and his first encounter with people from Lausanne when attending a gathering in California in early 2023,
1: Lausanne Leadership Training is a unique opportunity in my ministry. This program allowed me to develop leadership skills centered on Jesus Christ. Before following this program, I had already completed three months of training in leadership in secular professional environments. I can admire that what I learned in the LLJ program allowed me to better know how to apply my role as a Christian leader for the glory of God. It is an ambitious, unique and transformative program. I am very grateful to the Lord for allowing me to be selected as a young Christian leader to benefit from the Lausanne Leadership Journey program, which is designed to shape, equip and transform emerging leaders for global influence and impact. The program is an intentional, experiential journey embedded in the context of community and friendship across generations and cultures. I consider this opportunity as a miracle never experienced in my life, since it is about being integrated into a family that loves the Lord and serves Him with good motives. It is very rare for me to meet people who love the Lord. This is a unique opportunity. The Lausanne Movement for World Evangelization approach to selecting beneficiaries of human capital investment is unique. I understood that uh, the Lausanne movement invest more in individuals than in institutions. That is to say it considers that God works with the individuals he has chosen to transform institutions and societies. This Approach to investment and mobilization in Christian spheres is unique. It's about identifying people who have God calling and investing in them to impact organizations and societies from a systemic perspective. This is unique, and I believe that God Himself used this approach to change societies through the man and woman that he chose. It is thanks to his unique approach that I was identified by my mentor and selected by the Lausanne Movement Leadership Team to be part of the young Christian leaders and to benefit from the Lausanne Leadership Journey program. Even though I have not yet completed the program, I am grateful to the Lord that this program is having a never before experienced impact on my spiritual, emotional, scientific, and social life. Concretely, this program allowed me to meet wonderful people who love the Lord and their neighbors and who want to serve Him with good motivations. These people are passionate about Christ and want to take the gospel throughout the world. Just meeting with people immerses you in the multicultural and versatile learning process since each of the people you meet has their own talent and experiences. This is enriching, sharing with talents and diverse experiences, truth observation. And discussion it, it keeps you. This is especially true since I as a Christian leader with a disability, it's extremely rare to meet people animated by Agape Love and to benefit from such a level of integration. This is a particularity that I must highlight. Coming from a country where training for Christian leaders is Ra the LLJ program is a God sign for me. It was from the connections of the Lausanne movement that I had the vision of providing our Christian community with a training center aimed at equipping God's servants in all spheres of life from a holistic perspective of evangelism for the glory of God. It is from the connection of the Lausanne movement that I understood how to develop and implement a model of evangelization that integrates all dimensions of human life. For example, according to the World Bank report, the economically depraved population is found in Africa. In this context, we see how poverty, come the gateway for christian false teachings some clever people economically exploit poor population with messages of material prosperity and their drug crowds through the training i received in the lausanne movement i integrated approaches to combating material poverty into approaches to evangelization the church should shine in all spheres of spiritual and social life. To achieve this, Christian leaders need to be trained and supported in order to truly be the light and salt of the world. In addition to the impact of enriching my Christian social network, The LLJ program allowed me to sharpen my operation leadership skills. The body of Christ, the local church in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and all those around me are already beneficiaries of this investment in concrete actions such as training, coaching, and various actions in favor of the growth of the church. As I stated above, we want to build the theology center for everyday life in the village of Muyeye in Lubumbashi. The center will be one of the poor for world evangelization. We aim to establish multi-sectoral services to demonstrate the love of Jesus Christ in a concrete way. We work to equip young Christian leaders who have a love for God and their neighbours. Not only that, but we also work to bring about structural reforms in our Christian community to plus the inclusive gospel, worship, community service, and investment in human capital at the center of the actions of the local church. My wish and my prayer is that the action of the Lausanne movement for world evangelization can impact the entire world with an intensity like never before in order to win thoughts for Jesus Christ.
0: Before we continue with the story, I want to let you know that we want to share mission stories from the Global Church with the Global Church. So if you have a story to share or know someone who might have, please contact us at podcast at That is podcast at The most important lesson
1: of this journey is leadership centered on Jesus Christ. That makes all the difference. This lesson has reminded me the place of Jesus Christ in my ministry. Jesus Christ called me and equipped me to serve him by serving others. I cannot be afraid until I remain attached to him. Without him I can do nothing. My leadership style should resemble that of Jesus Christ, who is a good shepherd, a good steward, and who serves others with love. I learned that a leader centered on Jesus Christ is one who is chosen by God to bring his people back to him, is anointed by God to carry out the mission and trust to him abandon oneself to god and obey him in all circumstances by doing his will allows himself to be transformed by god so that he more closely resembles christ in his way of leading the flock of which the lord has made him shepherd is willing to shepherd god flock Has a good shepherd, a good and humble servant, and steward who takes risk to do the will of the Father. He draws inspiration from Jesus as a model to guide, serve, and guard God's flock. Love the Lord his God with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his mind. And who loves his neighbor as himself. He is in debt. He knows that he has received gift from God and that he must put them at the service of his people. He is humble and constantly repent before his master so that he can transform him into his image. Take care of him to serve as an example to the Lord's ship knows his sheep and his sheep know him. The precious memory I saw God make was meeting my Lausanne, brothers and sisters first to first in California. This is a precious memory from LLJ. The love that rent in those moments is unforgettable. I realize that uh, what the Lord Jesus said is true. We are in the world, but not of the world. The agape love that drives the facilitators and my classmates is just wonderful. This is what makes us different from the world.
0: For those who aren't yet familiar with this podcast, our heart is to encourage everyone to trust God more and inspire you, whoever you are and wherever you are, to take the next practical step in your obedience to God's Word and His will. Here's Dave again with an encouragement.
2: It's easy to focus on what we cannot do. But if instead we focus on what we can do, we will soon discover that there are far fewer things we cannot do. It is a new day for disability employment. Inclusive workspaces make it possible for many people with disabilities to work who could not have worked even a few years ago please let me name several prayer points about how the global church can pray for young leaders with disabilities. Pray for two primary needs anyone with a disability faces, access and acceptance, for that is what people with disabilities want and need. Many cultures believe that people with disabilities and their families have sinned, so they avoid them, no acceptance. Some even believe that people with disabilities are contagious so they avoid them. Isolation, segregation and feelings of being alone always are a common experience for people with disabilities, even in churches. Let's fight against those things and overcome them and make an inclusive church for people with disabilities, even allowing them to serve in leadership roles. As always,
0: there is so much more to share about Daniel's life and his ministry the work of the Network for Disability Concerns or the Lausanne Leadership Journey. When asking Daniel what his future plans are and how we as the Global Church can pray for him and the ministry, I was especially taken aback by the absence of the disability topic. Let's give the last word to him.
1: We are in the process of raising funds for the construction of the training centre, for the training of seven the Lord and of seeking trainers and volunteer coaches to develop contextualist training and support program for the servant. My appeal to brother and sister servant of the Lord is that they may join us in accelerating the Grid Commission in the Democratic Republic of Congo and around the world. You can join us by helping to build this training center or by becoming a volunteer trainer, coach, or consultant. We need of you. When you think about the Grid Commission in your own country or around the world, also think about the Lord's work in the Democratic Republic of Congo. This center will be inclusive, that is to say, we will welcome everyone. People with disabilities, people without disabilities, Pygmies, children, women, and other excluded minorities from training programs will attach importance to the expression of diversity and its richness. The beneficiaries will not only be members of our local church. All churches within the center's radius of action will send their servants there for training. The only thing I ask God for now is to give us the necessary means to build the center. It will be one of the power for world evangelization. May the Lord be gracious to us. Pray for me that the Lord will enable by his grace to faithfully accomplish the mission he has entrusted to me and
0: to bless his people through my ministry. You've listened to God on the Move, Lausanne Movement Podcast, where we want to listen to mission stories from the global church. Through listening to what God is doing around the world, we hope to encourage and challenge the global church to faithful obedience to the Great Commission. So let's accelerate global mission together toward a vision for the gospel for every person, disciple-making churches for every people and place, Christ-like leaders in every church and sector and kingdom impact in every sphere of society. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe and follow us for more.